0: Hi, welcome to Suplex of sticks a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth Hi there and special guest Forrest. Hello and here just saying hello our boy nidian
1: what's poppin'?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> wasn't hello
2: at all yeah. what a, sorry I took It'll the do. hello hello
0: what a hello everyone what a great special guest spot by by nidian all right
2: goodbye goodbye man <laughs> goodbye <Bye>. nidian. <laughs> See ya.
0: Have fun. Shout out to Nidian for hooking our boy Seth up with some uh, Doctor Publix or whatever the heck he got him. (laughs) Doctor Pepper, even. You know he got a. uh, Hmm. Oh, he got you Doctor Pepper.
2: Yeah. Okay. Not Mister. Not what I asked for, but you know I'll take it.
0: And oh man, okay. So off topic tangent at the beginning of the show.
2: (laughs) It's the time for it, baby.
0: Mr. Pib and Dr. Pepper are not the same. And no, I don't obviously. like when people treat them as equals. <laughs> Which one is the superior? Mr. Pibb. Alright. Assuredly.
1: I don't know that either are superior,
2: but they are both equally tasty in different ways. That's true. And Dr. Pepper does not have twenty three flavors, it only has one flavor, and that is the flavor of Dr. Pepper.
0: Yeah. I'm yeah. I saw that tweet you made the other day yeah. and I was I, I'm I'm in that camp.
2: I had a what is it called a, a revelation? A, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say conniption, but I knew that wasn't the right word.
0: So I've had friends and uh you know comment in the episode, our our Discord, Facebook, whatever. I've had friends and multiple friends say that Dr Pepper tastes like lipstick, and I don't get that, and it weirds me out. I I've had multiple friends say it though, so I think there has to be some merit to it, but hmm. I don't think so. So well, maybe it's like a well, cilantro thing where there's an ingredient in there that makes people taste that, like because mm-hmm. some people think cilantro tastes like dish soap. It does to me. Yeah. So all of Chipotle is ruined for Seth because they use a ton of cilantro.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But. All right.
2: Not a big Chipotle guy.
0: This is a, a video game podcast, not a Chipotle podcast or a Nidian podcast. Uh, if it was, would it be called Suplex the Guac? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, we, can, we can actually talk about suplexing and Guac because I have been going down the rabbit hole of Guacamelee 2. Ah. And I am super loving this game. Oh my gosh. I liked the first one, but the second one I am enjoying way more. And it's for a simple reason, Seth. Tell me. So, and Forest. Lay it um, on me. The fact is that this game is the first game gave you your powers like a like a like a Metroidvania does throughout the game. And uh, more on the term Metroidvania later. It's overused. but So, gated progression sky, side-scroller. <laughs> um, it gives you your powers slowly and so you can explore more areas. Mm-hmm. And Guacamelee! 2 seemingly, back-to-back, they are just giving you powers. And what they're doing instead of slowing down and parsing out the stuff they're giving you, they're like, you've played the first one probably we're assuming why else would you be playing number two so what we're doing is we're making the platforming sections harder here's all the powers figure it out and so it's like really satisfying because it's kind of building off of the first one and it's good it's so good and i love juan who is the main character uh, you are a luchador, Juan. Is he guacamole? No, there's no, <laughs> there's no one named guacamole. You um, just the name of the game is guacamole. seems like a missed opportunity. Yes. Yeah.
1: that's what I'm saying.
0: So in this game, though, someone is trying to make the sacred guacamole, ah, and so that is a situation that you are trying to stop and uh, change. But, you know, and this game is, you're saving the Mexiverse, which is weird. And some of this game seems... Like a Mexican universe? Yeah, like a multiverse, but a Mexiverse. Uh. Some of this game seems problematic, but I am relying that... (laughs) I'm I'm going in and hoping that everything is copacetic at that studio (laughs) and that everything was done with love and appreciation of the culture because it does seemingly it is seemingly done with love the music is very good the the environment is so well done the, the, it's just it's just a beautiful game and so you're you're saving the mexiverse and what's funny is in a couple of the scenes like you end up going through portals to different mecha and it's actually straight up parodies of other games. Nice. So like you go through one door and you end up in like limbo and, um, another one and you end up in, uh, like river city ransom, like a side scrolling smash up. That's great. Um, but yeah, it's, there's, there's neat. There's a lot of, uh, like mentions to, that was one thing I did say I loved about Guacamelee one was there was a lot of like posters and parodies of other video games and other indie titles like there's um there was even I sent Seth the text of like a strong bad reference in the first Guacamelee. I haven't run into one for this one yet Seth but I re- I remember seeing that it was very and humorous yeah and so I'm hope I'm Every town you go into, there's new posters on the wall of different luchadors that are famous there or whatever. And so it's been fun to see all the little references that I can recognize and maybe some of the ones I don't, I look up. And it's, it's just such a good game. It's so worth it and it's frequently on sale. So if you can get it, get it. Their, their little, at least Guacamole 1 was maybe 10 to 12 hours long. And I think, from what I've looked up, because i I've gotten into this habit now where I look up how long games take to beat, just because I need to know and I need to be an adult about my time, and so i'm yeah. like i need if I want to beat this for the podcast, I need to parse out this much time, yeah and so I think this one's like fifteen hours, they made it longer and Yeah, I super am enjoying it. It's very good so far. I'm about a third of the way through it, I can guess, because I'm about four hours in. And I've got most of the powers that I had in Guacamelee 1. And they've added more to your chicken form because you can turn into a chicken. That's his morph ball, basically, is a chicken. (laughs) And yeah, (laughs) it's hilarious. This game is so good. So stupid and got, so good. I've got to see this. Seeing a chicken suplex a skeleton oh is uh, really a sight. So what you're it's saying
1: great. is this game is already certified? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Listen. Uh, the
0: first one was. I did say it was. Cause it's I,
2: suplex certified in a different way. Yeah, yeah. The fact that it has suplexes in it. Yeah,
0: yes. you certifiably can not suplex someone. That's all I need in my game. So let's see i also am i've played a little bit of overwatch on the switch it runs fine uh not too much it's overwatch but on the switch uh runs at 30 frames per second so it feels uh, a little bit slower than it would at 60 frames i didn't quite notice it but cameron like my buddy cameron to him, made me like sit down and see the difference between 60 and 30 frames and Yikes. Like I'm still not going to feel it all the time, yeah. But I can see like there were times where I felt like my character was moving slower, but it doesn't matter because everyone's character is moving that speed, so that's not a huge deal for me.
1: Is is Overwatch on the Switch update?
0: Like, is it updated with
1: like is it Yeah, yeah. It's the same up, version up as the current. rest. Of the, okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, I really like playing as Baptiste, a new character or fairly new. He has a healing grenade, and it's fun. Uh, I like playing support characters in that game, so it's a it's a shame. There's a lot of complicated stuff with Blizzard right now um, that we're going to get into later on in the show, but the it's a shame that that's kind of going on, uh, and that there's a game release around it. It's complicated. Um, let's see, what else. Am I playing? What are you playing, Forrest?
1: Um, so, I, I think I know last week I said I was going to try and beat River City Girls. I haven't touched that at all. Instead, what mm. I have touched is Final Fantasy Seven. Classic, VII. classic <laughs>
0: suplex move. Yep. <laughs> I, well, I do, I the reason I went to you instead of said this, because I want to talk about something uh, when you're done. Yeah. But keep going. That's all good.
1: Um. Yeah, so I started Final Fantasy Seven. Um. My experience with Dragon Quest, and uh, me enjoying JRPGs, has led me down this slight rabbit hole. Playing different of, RPGs yes, instead of it. Well, no, just like trying out more JRPGs in general, and just yeah. like, and especially with the remake coming out in uh, March of next year, uh, I, I'm just kind of like, man, I really want to experience Final Fantasy VII because I haven't played it at all until right now.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I and, You're going the Sith route.
1: Yes. And like when I was younger, especially like around the time that I was playing Kingdom Hearts 2 religiously as a wee lad, I I loved everything about Final Fantasy seven, like the story and the characters and everything else that was coming out around that time. But I just never played the original, and I decided to finally jump on that. So I'm going to try and get that done before either the end of the semester or by the time the remake comes out.
0: Um, Two very different It's dates. doable. <laughs> I played on my phone, but also on my TV. And Seth also has played this in this way, I think, at least. I played Sayonara Wild Hearts. Beautiful. This game is very good. Yes. Um, I beat it in one sitting. I really do think the game is best done in one sitting. Yes, front I, to
1: back. that is definitely my recommended way to go yeah. about
0: it. Um, I do not think a touchscreen is the way to play this game. No, controller all the way. Yeah, all. the
2: touchscreen controls are quite bad.
0: Uh, yeah. It actually
2: dissuaded me from continuing to play the game. So no. I I've only played like the first stage. No, no I, don't,
0: I don't blame you because the reason I powered through is... As much as I want to support the developer, I understand. In my head, I cannot justify after having spent $5 for Apple Arcade to buy the game again, uh, especially when I could play it on my phone. And so I actually played it. My TV got an update to where it can do airplay now. And so I casted my screen to the TV and played it through, played on my. Played my phone screen on the TV and played it on there. So it was like I was playing it on my TV. Except you were still using touch Yeah, controls? I was using my phone as the controller. Like the, you know, what we all thought the Nintendo <laughs> NX or whatever would be. Yeah,
2: <laughs> That's what some thought it would be. Yeah.
0: So this game is very good. Uh, experience little to no lag between the TV and the screen. Nice. The, the one thing I was frustrated about is there is an option in there, Seth. Uh, on the iPhone version of the game to increase joystick sensitivity to higher, Mm -hmm. so maybe you would move a little faster. Because I feel like the issue with the the touchscreen controls is you never are moving fast enough. And that didn't even help. (laughs) And so it made some of the later portions of the game where you need need to be a little more precise and what i felt would be easy to do with a controller was not easy to do on a touchscreen yeah so i i don't know i still overall super enjoyed it the music is really 10 out of 10 it's phenomenal i, I yeah. i'm
1: listening to it nonstop uh between that and uh listening to a prog rock band I called Thank You Scientist. Sorry, had to shout them out. Fantastic band. Between that and Cyanara, I like that's what I'm listening to now. Yeah, and I can't get enough of this soundtrack, especially all the vocal tracks. I I find myself just like humming them at work, you know, in the back room, out in the sales floor, all that jazz. So,
0: what was your favorite portion of the game, Forest? <sighs> Because I know mine, like, a thousand percent. So,
1: I'm going to slightly elaborate on this. Uh, I'm going to do... A, um, my favorite gameplay portion was the Parallel Universes song.
0: Okay. Their level,
1: where uh, these two people you're facing are, that like, was snapping my, and clapping.
0: That was my least favorite, only because with the joist, with the touchscreen controls, it was very hard. Well, th- Seth, this was... I'm so glad you didn't get this far because in my head I'm just like no one should play this this way. This is literally the worst. So <laughs>
1: so the thing is I'm horrible at that level. I like it's so frustrating to play, but conceptually like how the they're snapping and clapping in the music is changing the level because yeah. you're literally shifting two parallel universes.
0: Right. So it's like a it. uh, it's so said if like you can imagine. Super Mario
2: 64. What? Never mind. That's a very inside joke. Okay, <laughs> it's that it's, only that only I would know.
0: It's, <laughs> it's basically like that Titanfall level, but yes, but but uh, but out of your control. But out of your uh, control. Yeah.
1: And rhythmically, um, yeah, like happening. rhythmically
0: pulsing platforming yes. type stuff. Yeah. So mm. uh,
1: that is my favorite level gameplay wise because I love the concept and how they implemented it you're a sadist
0: then yes because your brain is breaking during that
1: yes (laughs) but it just feels so cool when i finally get through the level and i'm like yeah i made it and then um but like overall my favorite part of the game is like the ending like the final level and the actual ending of the game where um if if you're like on spotify looking at the soundtrack for it it's it's just called like medley and then it lists each and lists out each of the songs in the medley and it's just like an eight minute track yeah, which this is, is a long the final portion level of the game. Of the game yeah. I love it. That ending. Um, I was actually watching this uh, streamer that I follow earlier today because she was playing through it, and she got to the ending, and I was still crying as nice. much as I did the first time I saw it, and then when I played it myself, like it's just very emotional. Yeah, it is, and I like, and it, it just gets me every time, and I love it. I love things that get m- me feeling that way, you know.
0: Yeah. Mine is the wolf level. It's so good. The
1: the three headed wolf. Yeah. No, I'm totally like I totally get that it. That
0: song and the gameplay in yeah. that is so perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's it, it's so good. If
1: I if I could probably choose a level as like a demo level, it would probably be that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: it's so good. It's a very good showcase of how the game normally is. Yeah. And just like it gives you a good sense of the style in the energy and like the music.
0: So, so to give people an idea, I feel bad. I, we should have prefaced this. Sayonara wild hearts is a, imagine like an endless runner, but set to music, uh, very specifically and on purpose. And it has a story to tell about this, uh, woman that is going through breakups seemingly and, uh, sort of showcasing that in a metaphysical weird symbolic way yes. it's very neat and finding herself again yeah to
1: kind of paraphrase uh something at the end of the game getting back into her groove
0: yeah that's all about getting back in your groove yeah
1: and like i don't know i that oh i may have accidentally touched you can the mic do stand that. i'll punch it next time don't, I guess. No, don't yeah no no <laughs> but like no like that that's a very nice very nice um I don't want to say message, but, like, it's a nice thing
0: to experience. Yeah. You know? Sorry, that's a long elaboration on something that is definitely <laughs> Suplex certified. It's one of my favorite gaming experiences of the year so far. Yes. Definitely. I I could talk about this game for much longer, but I don't want to take up all the time in the world because Seth and I need to talk about Battle Royales. And oh. Because <laughs> okay, mm. Seth has been uh, <laughs> as far as I know, Seth has only been playing Apex Legends. That's
1: the only battle royale I played too.
0: It's true,
2: pretty much. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I, I I pulled the old suplex special and did not play uh, Blair Witch, but hey, I might get around to it.
0: That's fine, man. but
2: but but in my defense, uh, Apex Legends did release their um. Halloween mode, which is a cool twist on on the formula, and it's pretty fun to do, uh, and equally frustrating as a normal formula.
0: And and we didn't talk about the new map last week, did we? No, we talked only about Borderlands.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole new map. Um, this it's it's been it's been pretty fun jumping back in. Uh, and yeah, it's cool. The in the in the new mode when you, um, I think it's it's like half the people, but it's on the old map. Um, and when you die, you turn into a zombie and you get to run around and hunt down people. And then when there's ten players left, uh, it, they all join one team and like you can see every- where everyone is on the map and you have to get to a dropship to evacuate. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's really annoying when you die right at the beginning and you didn't want to be a zombie. Uh, but being a zombie is still fun.
0: Yeah, being a zombie is very satisfying, especially good kills.
2: uh, I so with the event, uh, as with any Halloween event on any service game, came uh, a number of Halloween oriented, Halloween themed cosmetics. Yes, many of which are very cool, and I wish that I could get them. Um, The problem is that they are only you can you can either. You can use the premium currency to buy individual items. Like this is the currency that you can pay for directly. Um, And so you can buy individual items. So it's not like completely random. And you can also use crafting materials that you can, that you earn uh, through the battle pass or just through uh, like level up loot boxes that you get. Um, But seemingly the more efficient way to do things is to buy event loot boxes. Um now normal loot boxes which you can buy cost one hundred uh what of whatever Apex coins I think they are is the name of the premium material, which amounts to like one dollar. Uh the event loot boxes are seven hundred to buy one of them. What? Uh, That's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Um I heard and... you talking about this kind of last night, but I was not paying this much attention. <laughs> Holy yeah, crap. It's it's really frustrating. Um I know that
2: I I know that they got some blowback like i think one of their first limited event was the solo mode um and it came with a number of like event skins uh and there was a whole big there was a big um hubbub about one this, this specific item that was released um called the it was like an heirloom item or something something called like that the which are like super rare items that go for one character and they like uh they're like melee weapons or something um so they're not really stuff that affects gameplay at all they're just kind of if you have them it's like super cool to get because it's the rarest thing in the game um but in the the solo event people like calculated how much money you had to spend to get it oh man um because like you had to open like you had to get a certain number of loot boxes just to have the chance to find it in a loot box uh, it was some absurd amount of money uh, and then they changed things around for the next event but the next event didn't really have any it didn't have a bunch of skins or anything it just had this one premium skin that you could buy which was a really cool skin but again it was like I think it cost like the equivalent of like $24 to buy it Jeez, um, a skin? yeah one skin so now this one this this one comes around. Uh, the difference between the second event is that they also introduce like uh, daily challenges to unlock other new unique stuff. Um, and this one also is the same. There are some legendary uh, skins for guns that you can get uh, just by playing the game. Um, but there's this whole litany of gun skins and, and character skins that are locked behind these event loot boxes or individual purchases that you have to spend money. You have to spend actual money to get them. Uh, and it's really, it's, it's disappointing. I would, I would love to, you know, I just want to be able to get some of them. Um, Cause there's like a couple that I really like, but I'm not going to spend, I'm not spending $24 to get a
1: freaking gun skin. Yeah. You're, you are,
0: justified
1: in not doing that instead of spending $24 on that you could buy Cyanara <laughs> Wild Hearts twice
0: yeah
2: I For and, you it's, and a and it's, it's also annoying because you look at a game now it's different because Overwatch is not free to play um, but like whenever they do events they it, it, it just adds their adds the this, this special stuff into the loot pool um, right. Which means um, you
1: still miss out on it.
2: Yeah, and you know, look at look at like Fortnite, like all that stuff is just kind of baked into the battle pass. I don't know that they do sp- specific event like skins like that. So they um,
0: they do, but the thing is, they're all purchase. You know exactly what you're purchasing, and they are in the shop for a limited time, and they cost like five or ten bucks. Um, but yeah. you can so it's, earn V bucks in the season mm-hmm. pass to buy those skins.
2: Yeah, I mean, and you can do that. You can't earn enough uh, of the Apex coins in the in the battle pass to buy any of these. Um, really? That's or pretty... enough of the crafting materials? See, like I actually, I went through. Like, if I theoretically completed all 100 levels of the battle pass, I still wouldn't have enough. Combine what the amount of crafting materials I had uh, had left over. I still wouldn't have enough to to get one of the the legendary things that's crazy
0: you, you earn enough coins in the battle pass to equate out to either one to two skins or the next battle pass and a little bit more
2: yeah and that's how it is with the apex battle passes um like I got I got enough coins from the previous one to to have this one but you can't get a um, skin. Yeah, but the skins are like they they cost so much more. What and the heck? and especially the event skins. The event skins cost like to buy them outright. It costs a lot more than like buying them buying regular legendary skins with cash. So
0: that that's what has kind of frustrated me about Apex, and I I'm, I don't let it bother me too much because I only play when you play because I I do not like playing Apex alone. Yeah, because that needs to be played it has games. i have to have some sort of team dynamic yeah and so though the the characters cost so much money if you want to yeah. play as another character so these new characters come out and they're what like 20 dollars a character uh i'm not sure it's like um, 15 to 20 bucks a character yeah i so the new characters
2: you can you don't even have to get crafting materials like you get there's this there's three forms of currency in the game for some reason there's the premium currency and then there's crafting materials which you can get in loot boxes and then there's this other currency I don't even know what it's called I don't but you get, you get it on leveling up uh, and so if you level up 20 times you have enough to purchase one of the characters um, but I mean that is it's not a small number
0: no not at all (sighs) (sighs) yeah especially as you know since we're in battle royale corner I played the new fortnite map and I had a good time and I got reminded of skins and stuff that I had from the Christmas event and it uh, it reminded me why I liked playing fortnite so I'm probably going to go down that rabbit hole again a little bit (laughs) So yeah,
2: and I the the thing with the skins is like I usually don't have an issue with the Apex skins, like I've pretty much been able to get the legendaries that I want, um, just based on like sheer luck, pretty much. Uh, and I would just like, cause I I recall that the first event they did, they you were able to unlock like three of the event loot boxes by playing. And I guess they replace that with the um with the event goals that that get you um definite legendary stuff, but I would just you know i like I'd like to have a chance at getting some of these um without having to pay money yeah. and like the battle pass could give me enough of the apex coins to get one of these event loot boxes, but I would rather keep that and use it on the next battle pass. Yeah. I don't know. It's annoying. Uh and I I guess it just it's part of the fact that the game is um free to play, but it just it's it's unfortunate in my opinion.
0: For sure. The the free to play economy out there is very vast and weird. Uh Especially like looking at it as someone that just bought Shadowkeep and realizing the cost of what some people are going to have to go through um, with Destiny, because they're going to do new seasons every three months, and so that's ten dollars every three months. Yeah, and I
2: basically I've, with Destiny, I've pretty much kind of given up the ever going back into that, just because um, it seems a lot harder to play casually these days, especially with the the amount of um monetary investment it's going to take to keep up with it and the time investment just to do stuff uh i mean it's cool that they're that all the stuff that they're adding and it it certainly caters to a lot of the prob- a lot of the complaints that um hobbyist players have but it's more and more i can tell it's a game that's not for me as much as i enjoy playing it
0: yeah I'm still enjoying it. We'll see. I I'm I'm back on that moon, baby. Back on that moon. Yeah. It's, it's too bad. It's haunted. I'd
2: love to go back to the moon.
0: You you can. Well, you you but, can you can go on the moon without doing the campaign oh, stuff tr- on true. it. That's
2: true. That's true. I might I might hop on that. Dude,
0: you can that's the thing about Destiny two right now that's insane. You can download it, Seth. All your stuff will be 750, so we could go back and do all the old raids. Mm. All your stuff will be at 750. The multiplayer is fine. You can do Gambit. It's it's just free to play, and it, uh, the only thing that's blocked off from you is if you want to do Shadowkeep stuff, because you bought mm. Forsaken, so you get all of the season stuff with Forsaken. So yeah. you could even go back and do the Gambit storyline and stuff if you wanted to hmm. because you bought forsaken
2: yeah so i don't know
0: it's i might i probably won't but i, might. I mean i think you should because i would love to play with someone
2: i uh, mean i certainly would enjoy playing it but the knowledge of all the stuff that is out there that i would want to get it would just be so frustrating yeah <laughs> yeah like all the exotics that i would be able to see and be like oh man i want that i but, play uh, destiny when i so
0: want to do check off checkboxes it's a checkbox game for me yeah. which is why Fortnite, i mean i agree Fortnite figures um, that for
2: me too i think we we talked about this when we talked about borderlands like how destiny does it so opposite of borderlands borderlands just like gives you legendary guns like candy basically in the end game and destiny you, you have to like you got to straight up work for those or pay $200 I, to a sketchy website to do that's it. that's true we never talked about that but yeah you can <laughs> you can also do that Um, yeah I don't know the, there's there's some that's that's one of the things that, about destiny that works is because it's so hard to get stuff like it, it takes so much like when do you get it it's Oh, there's such euphoria in that, and it sort of drives you forward. Yeah, like when we go and of course, not to beat the dead horse that I've, we've talked about Destiny so much on this podcast, but it's a it's so much fun to play. Just oh, like yeah. viscerally fun to shoot back. things in that
0: game. I've, I've got them back, baby. We're, we're going, <laughs> we're going back to the tower. uh, I don't have time for it. <laughs> um. So, all right. Uh, with that, we're gonna take a little break before we get into. Uh, some of the news from this week. Uh, So we'll stay tuned and we'll be right back. And we're back. Thanks for holding. We appreciate and it. And open. And open. <laughs> oh, man. I need to get a sound clip of that for when we come back from break. That would be good. good. That would be real good. Jinx, you owe me a million dollars. No! Oh, yeah. Getting defeated. Feeding, did feeding did Seth with force money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have
2: $5. Is that enough? No. no. Okay. You, but you have to give it to him. Yeah.
0: <sighs> so. It'll
2: be in my will. Yeah.
0: All right, I'll take it.
2: All right, you're um, lucky it's only a million dollars. Let's be honest. Everything
0: in my will goes to Seth, so Marion's really not happy about that. But Dang. I'm still adamant that it all goes to Seth. Dang! Um, but because of a jinx,
2: if you'll believe it.
0: Let's uh, let's talk about Gigantamax Pokemon. Yeah, let's talk about my boy Mothra Butterfree.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, I. I got to say, I've seen this comparison, uh, and I get it. Uh, first of all, we should preface this uh, Pokemon released a new trailer uh, for S- Sword and Shield and showed off new Gigantamax forms of. Oh, yeah. Meowth, of Long Eevee, of meowth. Pikachu, of Charizard, and Butterfree. Uh, and they're all pretty cool looking. And Fluffy then, Eevee. Yes. Uh, Did not say Eevee? I thought I said Eevee.
0: Oh, I didn't um, hear you.
2: We may
1: have talked over it.
2: Uh so people immediately began to make these Mothra vs Charizard comparisons with I mean Mothra vs Godzilla with Butterfree and Charizard. Yeah. Uh,
0: so Charizard and, just looks like a Digimon version of Charizard.
2: Okay. I f if that's what they were going for with this, I am ticked off. Because <laughs> first of all, Butterfree is not a moth. They have multiple moth Pokemon that they could have used uh um, in gen one also yeah, Tyranitar. Oh, who's gonna use Benamoth? okay let's i will i will talk about that in a second Sorry. but <laughs> Tyranitar is godzilla
0: yeah <laughs> like, yes okay
2: d- why if i i can't even i don't understand why they i don't like okay.
0: because it's not so camp, though there the is
2: Tyranitar. no there is no confirmation that that is what they were doing that is but if it if if it is what they were doing and they didn't do tyranitar for some reason that is the dumbest crap that i've ever seen
0: so it just seems really especially do you remember that weird pokemon press conference that happened a couple months ago where they had the toho people on stage do you remember this no, I have no idea what you're talking about. It was the one where they talked about the Pokemon Sleep announcement. Oh, I I mean I vaguely remember this. Yeah. So I might have been away. So happened. They announced that they were like, it was a really vague, weird. Hey, Toho is here for some reason, and they like, kind of plugged the Godzilla movie, and everyone uh, was like, are you kidding me? Everyone was like, weirded out by it, but now. Now it's making sense. I mean, I can,
2: I totally, there's, this is like probably going to play out in the games. Like there's going to be a scene of these two fighting. That'd Um, be sick. And I could see that. But if that's what they're doing, it's so stupid. (laughs) Uh, Okay. We need to talk about the good things about these fours before I start railing on them. Um, I like the colors on Butterfree. Yeah, good. Butterfree does look cool. Like it seems to be like a normal sized Butterfree body, but with these gigantic wings.
1: Yeah, or normally.
0: Popular. So what yeah. makes me say Mothra is the wings are like glowing and stuff.
2: Yeah, obviously. I mean, that's it does seem like that's what they're sheep. But Butterfree looks definitely looks cool. Charizard looks pretty dope. Uh, it does look like a Digimon, and it has these weird like uh, markings shapes. all over it yeah. that look like Digimon, and its wings are made of fire, which is um, cool. Yeah, meowth is long cat, Very literally long. long
1: cat, and his it's... upper body is shadowed heavily. Like yeah, there's like a little cloud around him.
2: Like the way it's holding its arms out is even <laughs> reminiscent of the long cat picture. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're just sticking out like someone was holding it. I love. Yeah. I can't believe that this is actually what they did. <laughs> Because there is no other
1: reason why this would exist. It's the long cat. Its height in uh, for its Gigantamax form is listed as 108 feet in three inches.
0: <laughs> Plus. Plus. Uh, yeah. It's
1: um it's bizarre. The Meowth,
2: by the way, um, so what I understand from these Gigantamax is like you can only catch them in like the Max Raids. Yeah. Um, around. Uh, but the Meowth. Uh, it you receive it as a early purchase bonus. So if you play the game within a certain window after yeah. it's an, after after it's released, you get it for free.
0: You get uh, the and Pikachu and Eevee for playing Let's Go Pikachu and Let's yes, Go Eevee. Yes, if you have
2: oh, wow. if you have save data from Let's Go Pikachu or Eevee, you get those. Uh, Eevee, I don't know. There's much to talk about with Eevee. It's like a normal Evie with a really the, fluffy collar. Yeah, really big fluffy collar. But Pikachu. Fun.
0: Let's talk Pikachu, about the chonky boy. Pikachu big.
2: is a big uh big hoss. <laughs> he's an absolute unit.
1: He's,
0: oh uh, lord, he coming. He's
1: the big boss.
2: Um if you haven't seen it, you got to go look up a Pika- picture of this Pikachu cuz it is not what you were thinking he's of. He's very round. Uh if you are old enough to remember, like the original uh, Pikachu, Pikachu's design. original artwork where he was a little uh fat boy, uh you're getting there, but this is even bigger than that. Um, and also its tail is like freakishly long, yes oh yeah it 's pretty cool. I appreciate the Pikachu. I appreciate most of all of these uh I do not appreciate that it appears that uh game Freak only wants to do this for gen One Pokemon and it 's just it 's every it seems like every new cycle that they do they give us new forms of gen One Pokemon, even though there are like literally. 650 other Pokemon that they could do this with. Yes. Um, Seth, don't you know Gen 1 Pokemon are
0: the only so, ones that people it's care so about? so
2: stupid. It, I'm with um, you
0: on this,
1: Seth.
2: I was I was reading some, uh, there was some people on Twitter who were getting upset about it. Uh, as there are with literally everything every second of every day. <laughs> but especially um, with this. Uh, and, th- I mean, there was I saw some interesting points made by both sides that um, a lot of people, and this is probably me included, are mad that Game Freak, or at least they don't understand that Game Freak is basically, um, with Pokemon games, like every generation is basically targeted toward newcomers, um, and that's why they do this stuff. Like the Gen One Pokemon, whatever you want to say about them, they sort of have the most uh, recognition, visually and and name wise and stuff, uh, which is of course of of Game Freak's own making. Um, but so it makes sense that they would keep trotting them out because they're keep the games are designed to bring in new people rather than uh, cater toward the legacy crowd, and that's right. why they aren't like um, doing stuff with the older gen- with other generations. Uh, which I understand and do not like, but again, that you know that's that some games aren't always targeted toward you, even if you want them to be. The other thing I saw is that uh, I don't know if you guys remember uh, in Pokemon Black and White, um, Game Freak. Made 150 new Pokemon. Yes. Um, and, and the was game beautiful. was set up to that you did not encounter any old Pokemon until after you'd beaten the game. So it was like everything that you would you would experience was new. Uh, I really like Pokemon. I think I had black. Uh, no, I had white version. Uh, actually, I don't remember. That was confusing because... The one that had the black legendary, the box color was was white, white, so I don't know which one it was I had. Okay. I had the one that had Zekrom in it, Uh, but I thought it was really cool. Like, you played, at least for me, I like the new Pokemon games because I like the new Pokemon, and those are generally who I seek out to play the game with. Uh, And and black and white, uh, it was all new Pokemon, but apparently there was a huge backlash against this in, like, the Legacy community, who... Didn't like the way that they they handled that, and they thought a lot of the designs sucked it's um, probably the
0: same people that are mad about the national decks.
2: yeah uh I mean it, it is so some people think that this is sort of like game Freak did something new with that, and then apparently people a lot of people did not like it, and so now they are just in in every new thing they're fall- they're falling back to the old old faithful uh which, if true, is kind of a bummer. Big bummer. Um, but we also don't know what the extent of the Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing, and you know how many new Pokemon there will be, and what all the Galarian forms will be. So I'm still hopeful. Um, so we'll, but we'll see.
0: Still, just I'm still just so excited for my big chunk of Pikachu. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: He's he looks pretty dope. He's big. He's I big, cannot stress this enough. He's a big boy. Yeah,
2: yeah. He's super big.
0: <laughs> they man, didn't show a, anything he's, else. He's like,
2: he's like if Pikachu became a Snorlax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but was still a Pikachu.
0: Yeah. Oh man, this Pokemon game. I love. There was a good meme the other day I saw, that that cracked me up. That was um like, oh these Pokemon fans are mad that we're not seeing um evolutions for the mains for the main starters (laughs) and it was talking about how you know why are you getting mad at game freak they're just re they're fixing themselves to when you were mad that they showed too much yeah i saw that i posted that in the discord yeah Yeah. and i mean just can game freak do something without everyone being mad please of course not
1: no, there's
2: there's always gonna be people, mad. I like that they have not revealed a bunch. Same year. Um, it was it was sort of disappointing going into Sun and Moon knowing everything that was gonna be in it. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, no, that that probably hurt the game for me.
1: Uh,
2: I still haven't yeah. beaten it. It's all right. It's not. I, I think it, it. it's it's not as good as as the previous generation. Uh, but I'm hopeful for this one. Man, I X like that they y haven't. But so it is weird that we have not seen the the starter evolutions. I assume that they're gonna show us them before the game comes out, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. I hope that they don't.
0: Yeah, leave that a mystery.
1: Yeah.
0: Why not? So alright. Pokemon. We've we've talked about Pokemon every week because there's something new. I do want to tell us what?
2: We're getting close we're getting close to the game coming out, so it's yeah. only natural that there's gonna be newer stuff coming up.
0: I do want to note uh, just in case people out there do not know, the Nintendo Switch Lite that is themed for Pokemon does not come with the game. Fair weird warning. That is... Cause there's going to be a lot
2: of people chose. upset.
0: Yes. That's exactly my thought today. Is There's going to be a lot of people that are not happy with this. Um, I did warn my friend who pre-ordered it, and he said oh, yeah, I made sure to see if it did or didn't, but I still want that one. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I just, But I was just like, I want to make sure you know, man. Yeah. Because I don't want you to get feel like you're getting ripped off. Yeah, to have
1: the console show up and then realize that you don't have the game.
0: Yeah. So that is... Good old Pokemon. Sorry. Riot Games is celebrating League's 10th anniversary. It's been 10 I believe. years yeah, oh my. And they announced a slew of things last night. It it's a lot really. They announced a new hero which or a new champion. They're not heroes in league. Um, they also announced a first person shooter that's going to be a cross between they said overwatch and CS. Which is interesting. CS is Counter Strike, in case you don't know. Um, they also announced a fighting game. Which the first screenshot I saw of it, I mistook for a mod for Street Fighter Five. Yeah, it's they're all very rough. So don't like the screenshots and the little yeah. what very, they showed was very rough. Very early. And they announced a mobile or cons and console version of League, which is gonna be built from the ground up for those so wild rift yeah what called wild rift yeah it's called wild rift cool so with that let me ask you and seth are you both possibly going to try league when it comes to consoles or mobile
2: yeah uh i'm certainly more likely to try it um the twin stick shooter moba stuff has not really been all all that great the the ones that have come to console um but also, they none of the d- developers have really had a, a pedigree f- with MOBAs like Riot has, so it's possible yeah. that is good. Uh, and it's cool that um, they are adapting it to work on console and mobile, and not just doing a straight port, which would not work. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm I'm sort of more interested in the the tactical shooter. I mean, because it'll probably just be Overwatch. Um, yeah. But we'll, we'll see what that is.
0: So I'm, I'm excited to see um, – oh, also, I forgot to mention, they are releasing – and this is the most absurd thing, and I kind of love it because I watch LOL eSports. They are releasing a LOL eSports manager. So it's like Football Manager, the the game where you own a soccer team and you manage them, but for <laughs> League of Legends eSports teams. <laughs> Oh, all Lord. right. <laughs> Which is just stupid. It's a stupid idea, but I love it. And I'm Are all Are there
2: in. enough esports teams and players for that to be a thing?
0: Yeah, especially if you count cuz they have it split up by NA and EU and they have they have Asia. Yeah, there's like 3 or 4 uh, international ones, and then they I come mean, together for worlds i'll take your word your your word for it, yeah, dude. Worlds is fun to watch because America just doesn't stand a chance, but yeah,
2: much like uh the soccer the u s soccer these days
0: yeah, oh, I've heard yeah. about that that hurts i why'd you have to do this to me? <laughs> <sighs> So um yeah League is it's it's getting interesting and uh, that makes me happy that you're willing to try it Seth uh, especially cuz I I do hope this brings League to a new uh, audience of people and it'll be it'll be fun to see what happens. I I just hope it's good and not bad. That's my main hope. Yeah. I hope that it's just not seen as bad League on the consoles which is what a lot of people think of console MOBAs.
2: I mean in all likelihood it will.
0: <laughs> yeah, but one can hope.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: One can hope. So uh we've we've covered League and Riot. Um let's talk about Ubisoft cartoons. You talk about this Seth cuz I you mentioned this before we started recording and I had no clue this was happening.
2: Yeah, so this was um I don't remember when Ubisoft made the announcement October uh I think 10th. it was I think it was less than a week ago. It was only after uh it happened after um last week's episode it, for it, sure. It was the 10th. Um but I don't I don't remember if this was announced alongside other stuff. Um but basically uh Ubisoft Motion Pictures, which is the media division of Ubisoft, naturally, um is they're, they're making. This, this is so hard to comprehend. Um, they're making young adult focused cartoons, uh, animated series, which will adapt Watch Dogs and Far Cry 3 Blood
1: Dragon. Um, Among other Ubisoft properties. Yeah.
2: The uh, Watch Dogs is supposed to create an animated cyber mystery show uh the concept art depicts a middle school girl equipped with a few gadgets um that's
0: very vague uh, a few gadgets
2: yeah uh the blood dragon one is called Captain Laserhawk, a blood dragon vibe it's sick and it is it's going to be made by uh the same guy who's making the Netflix
1: Castlevania show, which means I'm totally down for it.
0: I've heard that Uh, that's
1: good, but I have no clue. I highly recommend.
2: It's, I, I don't know. It's weird. It's very strange. (laughs) Though for for them to choose those properties to create uh, an animated world from, um, especially the pitch for Watchdogs, um, I've long okay any longtime listener knows what I have to say about the original watchdogs and I've long contended that it would work really well as like a serialized show um, probably maybe even better than it, it did as a um, as a game just because the the, the cast of, of secondary characters in those games are very good uh, um, but as a like a teen focused like a teen targeted cartoon is not where i would go like if it was a like a young justice type cartoon that is like more mature Ooh. that could work but from what it sounds like this is it's very strange
0: I so i i pro- wasn't ubisoft trying to make more movies I don't of, know.
2: I feel like that died after Prince of Persia. No, no, or no. Or more recently, Assassin's Creed.
0: So I thought they announced a Ghost Recon one at E3. Or was I mistaken?
2: Uh, I know they're they're making some, like, Division property. Okay, so sure. it's Division. Mm-hmm. And
0: they're also doing that show for Apple TV.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, the...
0: Mythic Quest.
2: Yeah. With what's-his-name.
0: Yeah. So, I just Googled Ubisoft Motion Pictures, and I also got that uh, they're also planning to make Child of Light into a show, Mm -hmm. Skull and Bones. Still not out. Not even out. Another Assassin's Creed, but specifically for Netflix. Hmm. And the Rayman show.
1: Yes. Uh, Focused on the rabbits, I think. Because we can never have pure Rayman content. But yes, is the, is the Assassin's
2: Creed going to be a movie? Y-
0: yes, no. The uh. Assassin's Creed is going to be a show. Okay. They are doing a Splinter Cell, a Ghost Recon, a Watch Dogs, a Far Cry, a Division, and Just Dance movie.
2: Lord, this is far too much. All TBA. I think they uh, they have too
0: much. Uh, but apparently, uh, Walt Disney Motion, uh, Walt Disney is signed on to help with the the Watchdogs movie because it was under <laughs> Fox. Huh.
2: I don't know. I feel like they have far too much faith in the attractiveness of these properties.
0: Yes, a hundred percent.
2: But you know that doesn't mean they couldn't be bad movies or shows if they had the right people, which I think. Is more the problem is that they don't get the right people to do it.
0: I mean, Assassin's Creed had Michael Fassbender, and they still couldn't do it.
2: Yeah, but that was—I <laughs> think—the problem was less with the people on screen and, and the, the script, and yeah, more yeah. the people behind the, the script, behind the uh, camera.
0: Did you see Assassin's Creed Forrest?
1: in theaters?
0: Yeah, so did we. Yeah. Day
1: one. Ugh. I don't
2: How think don't... I was day one. How can I'm still. <laughs> i still don't know how they managed
0: to make that property that boring and dark it was so physically dark yeah yeah the lighting was very
2: hard to see (laughs) and that animus design was not not the animus was probably one of the cooler things about it because that was like the most like sci-fi that that was happening in it yeah and it sort of like it made sense, like that you would use a thing like that to be able to train someone. Um, I thought the animus was cool, uh, and but the the movie around it was was not, uh, not <laughs> my favorite.
0: Yeah. Very uh, strange. What's the other things I want to talk about? I have a list over here. I want to talk about how Borderlands 3 is trying to be Destiny, and we're we're approaching on a little bit over an hour, but I still want to talk about that. They are having a Iridium week where Iridium is going to be an increased currency, which is dumb. is dumb and doesn't matter. It's pointless. Because... Iridium is basically useless
2: when you get to the point that you have enough of it to spend. Yes. It's very odd. Like you can't these the stuff they're doing seems to be targeted at players who have beaten the game and who are max level. Uh something that I had many I talked about all my problems with that last week. Uh but Iridium is a pointless currency to those players because nothing that they can get with it would be useful to them.
0: And if they do get it, it'll be useless within a couple of drops. Yeah.
1: So what's also infuriating is
0: we have Randy Pitchford on Twitter tweeting like, what do you want to see more of? And there's a ton of people just like, please, God, just fix the menus, (laughs) please. Like, and people are screaming this. They're like, it takes four seconds for me to get from one thing to another. Instead of adding anything else, please fix the game.
2: What if one of the weeks was it was a week long event where the menu worked fine
0: and then <laughs> after it was over it went back to being terrible. You know,
1: that'd be kind of funny though.
0: I, it would be dirt, kind of funny. That week I would go in and max out another character. Because... <laughs> you, you wonder how much like
2: how how much quicker it would happen if you didn't have to suffer those wait times.
0: Yeah. Huh. Like
2: it wouldn't be a whole lot, but it wouldn't it also wouldn't be an insignificant amount of time.
0: I didn't think that I would be this frustrated with Borderlands three, but the problem is the marketing of it is continuing to kill me. Especially because they're touting all this endgame esque stuff in a game that doesn't truly have an end game. But at don't all. you
2: know it changed the game and no one noticed.
0: Well, we don't need to talk about that man and his article. Um <laughs> But yeah,
2: yeah, it's it's dumb, dumb thing to do.
0: Yeah, it's, they're they're trying to reinvent the wheel when the wheel was running fine. So and
2: they're not even trying to reinvent it; they're they're making a copy of the wheel. Yeah, and saying, "Look at this wheel," but it's like not as good.
0: It's like an octagon wheel instead.
2: Like it doesn't last it as long. Like you can drive with it, but after, but
0: it's a donut, really. The, yeah. Instead of you an shouldn't, actual you wheel
2: shouldn't, You shouldn't keep it on there very long. <laughs> like it can get you from one place to another, but you need to buy a new wheel.
0: This is we're maybe being too mean, but <laughs> it's it's fine. Um let's talk about Fortnite chapter two. You can swim. You can hide in bushes. Change and metal gear now. Little the did you know in the
2: game and no one noticed.
0: <laughs> you can win. Your first round, if you just vaguely try, and that's because you drop into a map with bots. <laughs> and so I won my first match with 15 kills and a victory royale, and it jumped me up five levels because Holy. the game, the game was like, "You killed it, man!" And I'm like, "You're being too nice to me." <laughs> but apparently, have done it without you. Apparently, the game now can support bots and. The lower level you are, the more seated your rounds are with bots. So probably the the higher you get, probably I would guess like out of the tens, there's no bots. Yeah. So it's just to get you warmed up and...
2: I think it makes sense. Yeah. Like it's yeah, especially, it's useful.
0: And it, you know what? You know what? Winning a game made me really want to go right back into it and keep playing. Fair enough. So... It, it it's is... it's addicting, yes, to it, win, it especially a, in a game like that. It is a heck of a high, yeah, um, especially coming from someone who has won a legitimate one. I like screamed <laughs> because that's the only time I've won. yeah, I mean, I've won an apex like six or seven times, but Fortnite, I've only won once, and it was one of the best moments of my life. <laughs> I was like it's up there with when me and Seth finished whisper. Which was like a three night long endeavor oh for us on the De- in Destiny. I remember that. That so, was hype. We were up until like three or four getting real Jeez. mad at each other. So <laughs> real real gaming moments. <laughs> real
1: um, gamer moments.
0: <laughs> pulling pro gamer moves. Uh, so yeah, it's you can swim, you can hide in things, you can upgrade your weapons at workbenches uh you can fish and get uh fish that will heal you. It's a fun game. Mm. It's they've added so much extra stuff and the UI has been cleaned up which is great. Nice. I love a good UI, dang it. Yes. And it's got a good one now. They the the graphics in the game, the textures seem a little more detailed and a little darker so it's not as outwardly cartoony even though it is still cartoon. It's it's got a little bit more edge to it. So I like the look and vibe, and I am, I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to – I have enough V-Bucks in there from the Christmas event to get the season the, – the pass, and so I'm going to do it. Nice. Because there's a – a one of the skins in this season is stupid, but I like it. It's a man made of, like, goo, and I he looks like a – he's a goo man, and I like him. Nice. <laughs> you're smiling <laughs> like in such I just, like, a pure innocent man. way right he's now he's just a blue goo man and i don't know it's just so stupid but i like it it's it reminds me of like an Ivanhoe's thing before it forms up do you know what Ivanhoe's is is forrest <laughs> no no you oh. didn't watch the power rangers movie Yikes. oh okay okay let so. me
1: stop you there i did but i was literally like three yeah thanks i know <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. So, oh, it's oh been Lord. a long
0: time. <laughs> um, I have it on DVD. Don't worry, we can watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. One <laughs> uh but yeah. It's good. Fortnite is back. Lady Gaga's resting ninja on Twitter. <laughs> 2019 is a real year in the books. Uh we're here. We've made it. We survived the black hole. Uh 2 days, Seth. 2 days with no Fortnite. The game went down for 2 days. And I'm aware. And it brought people back. It brought people together. The people are know. back. <laughs> I don't know. Lady Gaga's tweeting what is Fortnite? I bet Chrissy Teigen probably tweeted about it.
2: Yeah, she does tweet about everything. I don't know how she how she knows so many things to tweet she, about.
0: She plays about her Switch. She plays her Switch a ton. Like courtside at basketball games.
1: I would probably do the same thing, to be honest. Yeah. Basketball, I not would not. Thing.
0: I mean, I would, but I would also be watching the game.
1: I don't
2: know. I, I would be so. Courtside at a basketball game, man. Yeah, that, that is, is such dangerous. an experience. I don't know that I would want to take my attention away from it. <laughs>
0: Well, Forrest, you think that's dangerous? Why don't you experience the new Nintendo Land at Universal, where they expect you to bring your Nintendo Switch (laughs) to a theme park?
1: (laughs) That I remember that.
0: (laughs) Because that's dangerous. I don't
1: trust like that. I'm not doing that. They couldn't catch me dabbing my Switch on me at a theme park.
0: All right, so it's getting late, guys. We should wrap this thing up. (laughs) We're getting we're getting out of control. We are. Um, We appreciate you listening. And uh, if you could, just follow us at our social medias. Uh, If you are listening to this, please share it with a friend. I have semi-cracked Facebook's algorithms. If I post a link to our dang website, it limits our reach by a quarter. I legitimately don't see those
1: posts. Yeah,
0: no one does. (laughs) Um, But if I make just a text post, uh, like all of our people see it. So I'm just going to post with an, an image from now on that a new episode is out. You could and post the link in the comments, maybe. Meh, no. I'm going to be careful. Fair so got to figure out Facebook's algorithms. Um, they're really not trying to help you out here, folks. Nope. Uh, Facebook is something. So uh, follow us on there. Share the episode whatever way you can. We appreciate it. The way we get out there is from y'all support um, rating us sending people to show uh, we see efforts and we see the listens grow when y'all do that so we appreciate it if you want to support us monetarily uh, it's we have a patreon it's patreon.com slash suplex um, all of this stuff is in the show notes by the way so if you scroll up you'll see it all there and with that we hopefully will have Seth playing Blair Witch um, so we can talk about it next week <laughs> since it's spooky month We'll see. Uh, and I will hopefully have beaten Guacamole too. I think I can. I think I can manage to get it out of the way. So with that, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Adios. Bye.